everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sporting for His Glory. I'm so excited to introduce my guest for today, but I always say that, but it's because genuinely I'm just really happy to have all these amazing people, you know, um, take their time out to be on the podcast. So today's guest is Lisa Elliott. Lisa works for Christians in Sport and in her role, she coordinates the support for young performance athletes and their parents and guardians and is part of the elite sports team supporting female athletes. She also plays for Tame Hockey Club. And I've known Lisa for a while now, since around 2020, and I've had so much great support from Christians in Sport over the years. And especially around lockdown, it was really great because we had these elite Bible studies with other female athletes in my sport who are Christian and it was really lovely to have that encouragement especially over lockdown and I've also been supported through the YPA groups as well and it's been really great to connect with other young athletes around the country and really I feel very grateful to have Lisa in my life as someone who's really encouraged me through my sport and around the elements of faith as well and it's really great because you know sport can be quite intense and just that journey and that pressure at times and especially when you're a young athlete so I really love the work that Christians in sport do and the way that they support athletes through you know their whole journey and also supporting parents as well so yeah it's really great so thank you so much Lisa for being here today. Oh no thank you very much for having me Carrie um it's yeah it's really privileged to just chat and talk about sport and faith and um yeah as you said the last few years have been uh, they've been challenging in in many ways um lots to um to to adapt with to in the in the world of sport and yeah it's been wonderful to get to know you through that time and um with those Greek Bible studies and um you may be able to meet read the Bible pray um and then yeah carry on that journey over the last few years so yeah it's been really great to journey with you and um yeah have this chance to to chat now yeah okay thank you cool so as usual we always start with a prayer at the beginning of um, the episode so yeah Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for a wonderful, great opportunity again to speak about you and speak about the amazing gift of sport that you've given us. Thank you for Lisa and Christians in Sport and all the work that they do encouraging Christians in the sports and fitness world. And I really pray that those who listen to this will be encouraged, be inspired, be motivated, that in everything that they do, they can also glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great. So let's start with the first question, which is really about your sporting background. So I know that you've enjoyed lots of sports um, as a young athlete. So it'd be really great to hear more about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been really sporty from from as long as I can remember, really. Um, grew up playing kind of you know mini tennis and uh, played uh, basketball, played netball, football. Um, yeah. Everything in sort of growing up. And um, when I was nine, uh, started playing badminton. Um, which became kind of my main sport um, as I yeah got to my older older youth. Um, me and my friend at school um, went to just see a we saw a, a leaflet in a, about a local club um, and thought we'd try it. Um, went along and absolutely loved it. Um, so carried on playing at that local club. Um, then ended up playing county badminton, sort of in younger age groups in, in Wiltshire. Um, from that, ended playing some tournaments around the country. Um, and yeah, really enjoyed that journey of um, playing different people, um, played other sports alongside that and um, had some badminton coaching in my kind of teenage years, um, which was really helpful. Um, and I remember one couple of weeks, my coach took me to another coach who was um, training a, a girl similar age to me. Um, and we had a really interesting conversation um, with him um, where he was uh, 
quite encouraged, um, but basically said to me if I really wanted to make it in badminton um, or have an opportunity to make it that I needed to focus on that full time, um, give up all my other sports um, and just train for badminton. Um, and I think I knew that was coming at some point, um, but I loved all the other sports and it was a really hard decision. Um, yeah, I remember talking to my family lots about it and my coach at the time and he, I think, did want me to, to go for it. But um, in the end, I decided not to um, just because I really did enjoy these other sports and the variety of that. And I didn't want to, I guess, risk kind of losing the love of badminton by playing it so much. Um, so carried on training and coaching, playing tournaments. Um, but did sort of hockey at the time um, very much as well. Um, went to university um, in Loughborough and um, focused on badminton there, which was a, a really great three years of meeting some great badminton players and having an opportunity to train a bit more um, carry on playing tournaments. Um, and then after that, um, yeah, carried on playing as much as I could. Um, played uh, played my first international tournament, which was um, a really wonderful experience. Um, and then ended up not being able to keep up with all the, the training and coaching and uh, stopped playing about three years ago, um, but have since taken back up hockey, um, which has actually been uh, really great to play a team sport, to uh, just enjoy playing in my local club um, and still being involved in the world of sport. So yeah, that's been, that's been the sporting, sporting journey. Yeah. Oh, that's really amazing. It's really good to see how, yeah, you tried like lots of different things and, and I really enjoy being in a team sport as well. Which, yeah, it must be really fun. I think hockey is a really cool sport as well. Although I guess out here now and it's very cold, probably lots of icy <laughs> hockey pitches. Yeah, there's a few times the last few weeks where I've, um, yeah, would have loved to have been in a, in a nice warm sport or <laughs> playing, playing an indoor sport. But, um, but no, yeah, it's been really great. Um, to yeah, carry on being able to play lo- play locally as well and get to know people in in, my area, in the area where I live. Um, it's been really fun. So, in terms of your faith, um, when did you become a Christian? Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, growing up, um, I my mum went to church in our kind of local village church, and um, she took along me and my my younger brother. Um, and so church and learning about Jesus was quite normal. Um, my dad um, never came. Um, just that was the way it's always been. Didn't want to come, but never had a problem with us going. Um, we, yeah, carried on going to sort of Sunday school and um, my brother ended up not going as he got a bit older. Um, none of his friends really went and uh, yeah, he just wasn't really interested. Um, but I carried on. I quite enjoyed it, quite enjoyed learning um, and going with mum as well. Um, and then I was, when I was about 11, so kind of end of primary school, um, I went on a kind of residential summer camp. Um, which was an opportunity to kind of learn a bit more about Jesus, but in a different setting than my local church. Um, and that for me was really, um, yeah, quite a special time because um, I was learning similar things to what I'd already learned, but in a, an environment with younger people, with um, with different people than I have at church. And um, I think I was challenged a bit more um, as to what I actually thought about Jesus. Um, was he just someone that I uh, believed in because my mum did? Um, or you know, do I actually have a personal relationship with Jesus myself? And those kind of camps I went on a couple of years really helped me explore that a bit more. Um, and yeah, I remember one of the camps uh, on one of the evenings being, yeah, really challenged to you know if I wanted to live for Jesus myself, um, if I really believed that He uh, died on a cross for me for for my sin, then you know I needed to to ask Him to come into my life to um, to actually invite Him to um, yeah to take. Uh, take charge of my life and you know that I wanted to live for him so I remember praying one evening and um just being filled with a real joy 
um, you know, sort of age 12. And uh, yeah, that was, um, yeah, a wonderful memory looking back. So, you know, that was the time I think when, yeah, God opened my eyes and, um, you know, I, I really wanted to to live for him. Um, things didn't hugely change after that. Like my life didn't kind of radically change, which I'm not sure what I was expecting. Um, you know, carried on with going to school and playing loads of sports. Um, and it was very much kind of, I went to church on a Sunday and that's when I felt I was kind of most of a Christian, if that makes sense. Um, and then carried on kind of playing my sport and doing things um, the rest of the week. Um, and it wasn't until I was kind of mid-teens um, when faith started to kind of impact more of my life, um, including my sport. And um, that was, you know, Christians in sport, as you've mentioned already, were um, a huge um, a huge factor of that. They've been a really significant part of my faith journey um, in kind of helping me see faith impacting whole of life and, and my sport. Oh, that's great. So when did you start getting like involved in Christians in sport and um, working with them to support athletes? Yeah, so um, so I guess, so, yeah, mid-teens, um, sort of 14 years old, I heard about Christian support for the first time um, through through some friends. Um, and they told me about summer camps um, that Christians in sport run called Sports Plus. Um, so it's kind of similar to the ones that I'd been on before, but just with a real focus on sport. Um, and so I went on my first one of them in Brecon in Wales in 2005. Um, and my... I was just amazed <laughs> the first time I went. I was like, wow, there's there's other young people who love sport and are Christians or who are exploring the Christian faith. You know, there's coaches and leaders who love Jesus and love sport. And for me, it was just a complete light bulb moment. Um, so I thought I was maybe the only one who, you know, does does God care about sport? Can I be a Christian and play sport? Um, and those questions started to get answered. Um, you know, it's been a journey, but but from that from that camp. Um, and I, yeah, started to to realise that, you know, God has created me, he's created people with gifts and abilities. Um, and that includes sport and um, that I can, uh, I can worship God as I play sport. So that was the kind of first contact with Christian sport. I carried on going to camps um, the next few years. Um, and then after school, I actually did a gap year programme with Christian sport um, for six months called the Academy. Um, and again, that was a, a really significant time of uh, having an opportunity to l- just learn more about the Bible, learn more about Jesus um, alongside other young sports people. Um, had some great experiences of then um, starting to talk about Jesus to other people in different settings, um, at schools and uh, different events. Um, and I think as well that for me was probably the first time I started to see sport as a mission field as well. Um, yes, I can worship God in my sport, but actually there's a world of sport that needs to hear about Jesus. Um, and if I'm playing in sport, then that's a great opportunity to, to share my faith. And I hadn't really thought about that much before. Um, so that was a really great time to um, to practice that, to be equipped to do that. Um, I was then involved at university. So universities around the UK um, have kind of Christians in sport groups that meet. Um, with students that play a whole host of sports. Um, we used to meet together at 8am on a Wednesday morning, which was, <laughs> was early, <laughs> but it was was worth, um, yeah, really great to meet with other students to kind of look at sport and faith from the Bible and then pray, pray for our sports friends, teammates. Um, so that was university. Um, at university, I really wanted to be a PE teacher. Um, that was why I went to, to uni and 
um, that was my goal. But during that time, yeah, passions changed. Um, I didn't quite have the drive to, to do that. And yeah, for a while, I was a bit confused by what I wanted to do. And um, someone mentioned to me about the Christians in Sport Internship, which is a post-university training year. Um, I kind of dismissed it at first because I'd already done my gap year. I'd already done six months of Christians in Sport. Um, but the more I talked about it and, and prayed about it, I thought actually this could be a, a really great opportunity to develop more um, in my faith and understanding and um, I guess seeing what sports ministry looks like um, a bit as well. So yeah, I started that um, in September 2013 and um, did that for two years before then moving on to the staff team. Um, and then did a, I've done a few different roles, um, but one of those being the young performance athlete support um, and then female athlete support as well. Um, beyond that so it's been a it's been a really wonderful journey which I'm very thankful for and I've yeah learned still learning lots along the way um, but yeah personally Christian sport obviously have a very big impact on my life and um, you know it's great to still be involved in that in that now. Yeah yeah I think that's really great it's lovely how yeah you like experience their support as a young athlete like going to the camps and now you're like very much involved in what they're doing as well so I think that's yeah that's really amazing. So in terms of Christians in sport, for those that don't know, what do Christians in sport actually like do? You know, like what are some of those projects um, that you're involved with? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, so Christians in sport, I guess overall, um, Christians in sport exists to reach the world of sport for Christ. Um, we as an organisation um, love to see sports people hear the gospel um, and ultimately become Christians and, and followers of Jesus. Um to do that, I guess you know, we want to find Christian sports people <laughs> um, or people that are exploring the Christian faith, whether they be young people, um, I mentioned the, the camps, um, whether they be students at university, um, adults playing competitive sports um, or elite athletes as well. So across a whole range of different um, sporting backgrounds. Um, so, yeah, we want to find those Christians in sport and we then kind of want to connect them together. Um, well, we want to help them connect sport and faith, kind of a little bit like I described. You know, for some people, um, they um, realise that quite young. Others, it, you know, it's later on in life that kind of sport and faith connect together. So, you know, we, we um, produce resources and um, host uh, events to help people connect sport and faith um, and also to connect people with each other. Um, so whether that be on a, a camp, um, whether that be... Um, in a, a kind of a local network, which is gathering sports people together in your local area, um, or as you've mentioned before, with elite athletes to connect elite athletes who are Christians in the same sport um, to be able to encourage each other um, through the highs and the lows of um, that, that, that sport brings, um, and then also to support Christian sports people um, to help them to live for Jesus um, in their sport, um, and to then support and equip them to share Jesus with others. Um, so we love to host and run guest events, so universities or maybe with, within churches or sports clubs to um, put on an event, maybe a sports quiz or a dodgeball tournament um, to invite friends to, teammates to. Um, and there'll be a, a, an ex explanation or a presentation of the gospel message during that um, as an opportunity for, for people to hear. Um, so, so, yeah, that's a bit more about the wider work of, of Christian and sport. There's lots of. Um, yeah, exciting opportunities, events, um, and resources as well on the on the website. There's a, a new section um, which has loads of specific resources about different topics of how to connect sport and faith, um, and some yeah specific issues um, around that as well. 
Yeah. Oh, that's really great. And yeah, there's so many great resources online. So I know even like the podcast, for example, I do love listening to that. And um, that's one of the things that's probably inspired this. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's great. And a good chance to um, get to know the stories of different sports people um, who uh, may be retired or um, coaches that are um, Christians as well, um, as well as those specific topics, I guess, of you know, what does the Bible say about um, competitiveness or uh, injury or, you know, all those different, yeah, different topics. The next question is, how does sport and faith connect? Mm, yeah, big question, isn't it? We've, we've talked about that a lot. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, they can often seem very separate. Um, but, you know, the Bible says in Genesis 1, it talks about God making mankind in his image. Um, and you know, each person has been made to reflect God, um, to, to image God. Um, and two big ways that we can do this is um, through um, our creativity and our talents. You know, when, when God put Adam in the Garden of Eden, um, he said, uh, work the ground, take care of it, cultivate it, be creative with it. Um, and also in Genesis one, uh, the one thing that wasn't good was that man was alone. <laughs> so Adam um, was alone and God made a suitable um, helper. Um, he made woman to, um, to, to be a, a part in partnership um, with, with Adam, with, with man, um, both of equal value and worth, but having, having different roles. Um, so we see there in that, you know, God's good design in Genesis that we were made to, to image God in, in those ways. Um, and, you know, it's interesting as we think about sport, um, we can be brilliantly creative in sport and the way that we use our bodies and, and talents. Um, and also sport can't exist without relationships. Um, you know, we need um, either teammates or we need opponents. We need referees. We need um, coaches. We need those people around us. Um, so sport um, is a way that we can image God. Um, yet we know that um, as we look around that uh, sport doesn't reflect God perfectly. Um, in creativity and talents that it's you know just as the world is is broken in in lots of ways um, sport is too um, both in 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 the creativity and how sport's actually played um, and in relationships with each other we know that um, relationships are broken and, and that's you know follows the pattern of um, the fall in Genesis 3 um, we see that um, as Adam looked after the garden as he took care of it um, that when when they rejected God, when they turned away from God, that work became really hard, and that work became broken. Um, it became toil. It became uh, it became really hard. Um, and similarly, the relationships between um, Adam and Eve were broken between um, man and God, um, and between man and man and creation. So sports followed that pattern, um, just as the uh, relationships and, and talents were broken um, through the fall. Um, however. Um, because Jesus has come um, as our as our saviour, Jesus um, gives us an opportunity to be able to image God again. Uh, we talk about Romans 12 verse 1, um, lots in, in Christian and sport, um, where Paul says, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, um, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And this is your true and proper worship. So Paul says, in light of all that God has done to send Jesus to fix this broken relationship, these broken talents, um, in light of that, in light of God's mercy, um, we can now, if we trust in Jesus, offer all that we do all the time as an act of worship to God. And if that's all that I do all the time, that's got to include sport, hasn't it? 
Um, so actually, as I as I run on the hockey pitch, um, as you race on the track, um, you know, as I hit that shuttlecock, um, that can be worshipped to God if I'm doing it with a heart of thankfulness. Um, don't always get it right. You know, we're still in a broken world. Sport um, is still broken in, in so many ways. Um, but there's a an opportunity to to worship God, um, to make God look great um, as the way that I play my sport um, in my creativity and um, with with talents as well. Um, so it's really exciting um, so when you start to grasp that, that God cares about sport and that he's given us talents and relationships. Um, and we do have an opportunity to, uh, to live for him um, and to worship him um, in our sport, which is a yeah, wonderful, wonderful privilege. Yeah, oh, thank you so much for yeah, breaking that down for us. And yeah, it's really true. Like when we think of like being living sacrifices, that applies to like everything. And yeah, we can do everything like for God's glory. And we can, like you said, thank him um, for all the gifts he's given us, for his creativity in us. And yeah, it's great to like see God in everything that we do um, as well. So I think that definitely, yeah, encapsulates that as well. So in terms of the Bible, what does the Bible even say about sport? Yeah, yeah, good question. Because the Bible uh, doesn't mention the word sport. You know, it doesn't talk about football. It doesn't talk about uh, any yeah, sports specifically. We don't know if Adam and Eve were playing um, football in the Garden of, e- Garden of Eden. We, we don't know. Um, but I think it's, yeah, I mean, we talk about the, the gifts and talents that God's given us. And, you know, believe that God made us. He made people um, the way that we are with talents and gifts and abilities. So, um you know, so God's given us that ability to be creative, to come up with sports, to to you know design these sports to play, um, and He's given us the 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 bodies and the abilities to to play them. And then it's you know down to us as people as to how we use that. You know, is it whether whether we use it to serve ourselves, um, you know, to get glory for ourselves, or whether to use sport to to give glory to glory to God. Um, and it also talks um, in the Bible about sport well sport being a mission field but you know in Matthew 28 Jesus says um go make disciples of all nations um and you know that word nation doesn't just mean countries <laughs> um and, and land it, it, it means people groups um and so I think you know what does the Bible say about sport where it says sport is a people group that as Christians we can tell people like Jesus um that we can um share our faith in the world of sport um, for people to hear um, about Jesus as well so yeah I think it's both it's, it's the worship and and the witness um, as well. So obviously the gospel provides real hope for us all as we know but how do you think the gospel gives hope to athletes more in their specific context and in relation to their lifestyle? Yeah so yeah sport can I mean sport provides so much joy doesn't it in in so many ways for, for athletes and you all know as an athlete you know that feeling of you know, crossing the, the finish line first or, um, you know, the feeling of getting a personal best or um, improving your performance. Um, sport can bring so much joy and, and happiness. Um, but, but sport can also be pretty frustrating. Um, it can be uh, it can be hard. Um, as you said, there can be challenges in sport. I mean, so often um, we can place our identity in or we can get our value from what we do as a sports person um, or from what other people think of us. Um, I think in sport, it applies in lots of areas of life, but in sport that can be heightened, I think, from, you know, there is a pressure to 
please people around you. There's pressure to please a coach. There's pressure to, um, uh, well, pressure on yourself to to do better than you did last time. Um, and therefore, sport can start to define us. You know, sport can be what we base our our worth and, and value on. And you know, that might be okay when things are going well, but the problem is when we have a bad game, when we get injured, when uh, our body starts to fail us, when we can no longer play, um, we feel like we, yeah, I feel like we lose our identity because that's what our identity is 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 based on, is kind of wrapped up in. Um, and the hope of the gospel, the hope of the good news of Jesus is so different to the hope of the world. You know, as a, as a Christian athlete, my my value and worth is not in what I do, but in what Jesus has already done for me. Um, that He has died on the cross in in my place. He's taken the punishment for my sin, so that I can have a new heart and a new identity. First and foremost, as a as a child of God, and I know that this is certain because Jesus has already done it. <laughs> it's in the it's in the past. Um, I don't need to do anything to earn. The love that God has for me, um, I'm loved unconditionally, and that's such a ah, oh, it's just such a freeing truth, isn't it? To, mm, to know yeah. that, um, you know, as a hockey player in my local club, um, as a young sports person, or and as an elite athlete, um, that's the hope that the gospel brings. Um, and it's it's sometimes hard to remember, isn't it? In in the world of sport, and you knew this from being an, an you know an elite athlete. There's so much pressure um, to perform. There's so much expectation. Um, and there's so much hope, you know, I hope I'm going to do well. I hope I'm going to finish first. I hope I'm going to get a, a PB. Um, but it can never be guaranteed. Um, whereas the hope that the gospel rings is sure and it's certain and not dependent on on what we do. Which is just such a, a wonderful reassurance. Um, and it doesn't mean that sport you know, doesn't matter. We've already said that you know, sport is a, a wonderful gift from God and it's something that he really cares about. Um, but it's not where our hope should lie. So, so yeah, I think the gospel gives amazing hope for athletes. Um, it gives you a wonderful uh, reminder that you're secure, um, not in what you do, but in who God says that you are, um, that you belong to him. And, you know, I've been on a journey to learn that more and to, you know, let that sink in more. Um, and I know we've talked about that a lot on, you know, the elite Bible study calls and um, it's what we share with our young athletes as well. So, yeah, and the gospel can give 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 hope to to all athletes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It goes back again to identity, which I feel like we're always talking about. But yeah, it's just about having that firm, like you said, that really like firm assurance in who you are, in spite of your performance. And yeah, I mean, I think it's a challenge. That's one of the challenges of the gospel, I think, especially when you're in this kind of like performance lifestyle because it is all about mm. your performance and it's about working towards something so I think that's even something that I am challenged by sometimes even like the last time we met up around you know resting and kind of being assured in Christ's righteousness it's not about us working but I think as athletes you do get your mind in that place of just yeah I've got to perform and like I get my results when I perform whereas yeah like when you're a Christian it's not really got anything to do with our performance. Like it's all about what, yeah, what Christ has already done. Yeah. Yeah. It's really helpful, isn't it? And it is so different to the mindset of sport when it is, you know, the more that you train, the more that you're in the gym, the better your diet is, um, you know, the more that your routines are good, that's going to give you the best chance to 
succeed. And so, yeah, sometimes it's hard, um, particularly as an elite athlete, to switch that mindset. Um, as a Christian, you know, it's not about it's not about how much I read my Bible. It's not about how much I go to church. You know, it's not about how good I am as a person. Although those things, you know, are helpful in my Christian life, um, they don't determine how much God loves me. Um, which, could, yeah, can be a hard mindset to switch when we're work, used to working and, yeah, earning our performance. Yeah. So what advice would you give to those who desire to, you know, share their faith to their teammates, friends and co-workers, those that they really want to share this hope with? Mm. Yeah, that's a yeah, good question. I think there's so many different ways in that we can, we can share the gospel or go about sharing it. And, you know, sharing faith can be really hard. You know, it doesn't always come naturally or, or easily. Um, but when we're in the world of sport, you know, whatever our role is, whether we're a player, coach, staff, um, parent, um, you know, it's a great opportunity to share the hope of Jesus. And I think one thing I'd say is, you know, to to be normal, <laughs> to you know, to be yourself. Um, and, you know, if, if you love Jesus, if you, if you have a passion for Jesus, then as you act and speak um, and, you know, live alongside colleagues and, and teammates that, you know, they will see Jesus in you because that's what you love um, and that's you know, what, what you believe in. Um, so I think, yeah, what be normal, but, but also there's, you know, there's a way that we can be intentional with people, isn't there, to share life with those around us intentionally. Um, you know, Paul in, in 1 Thessalonians talks about not only sharing the gospel of God, but our lives as well. He puts the two together. Um, you know, it's not one or the other, um, but those two things are are really linked. Um, so you could, um, you could with your friends or, or colleagues, you could kind of share, but never be there in the sense of you, you can share the gospel, you can preach the gospel, you can talk about um, Jesus. However, if you're not there, if you're not kind of in their lives and you don't know them, um, it can be seem a bit forced or a bit unnatural, um, or you can be there, but never share. <laughs> so you can be kind of you know there in their lives loads. You know them really well. You go to all the socials, but never actually say anything um, about who you love the most um, and about about Jesus. And I think it's a real challenge. Yeah, how can you share the gospel and be in people's lives? You know, how can you invest in people intentionally? ask people how they're doing um you know naturally when you ask someone a question um they ask you back <laughs> you know we're, we're quite <laughs> british in that way aren't we so if you know if i ask you what you did at the weekend um likely you'll ask me what i did at the weekend um you know can i, I talk about my sport or talk about um what i've done uh with, with mates but you know can i talk about the fact i've gone to church or i've listened to um a great podcast about sport and faith or um yeah, how can we kind of bring in these things naturally into our into our conversation? Um, so yeah, I think be normal, be yourself, um, and share life and, and share gospel. I think would be be two things. Yeah, yeah, that's really great advice. I think as I've been reflecting on as well, like it's about doing this within relationship as well, and just it's great to yeah get to know people, and I think that makes them probably more open as well to have those conversations instead of it being I guess like super random as well. Like it's yeah. great when we kind of build those friendships, people get to know us and, and see our character as being you know like Christ. And yeah, I guess it's that sense of I think there's a verse also talks about that, isn't it? Around people kind of asking us you know what our hope is and and be able to see it in us. So um, yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. You know, when Peter talks about, you know, being being ready to give a reason for the hope that we have um, and, so, you know, actually being prepared if a question does come my way or there's an opportunity to to say something about what I believe. Um, yeah, am I ready to do that? Even though it's, you know, I speak from experience, like it's hard and it's scary and, you know, we are worried about what people think of us. Um, but if I really believe that, that Jesus offers this hope that we've just talked about, then, you know, I do, I really do want to share that with people. Um, so yeah, am I, am I ready? Yeah. Great. Thank you so much for that advice for us. Lots to take away. Definitely. And what encouragement would you give to Christians in the sports and fitness world? Yeah, I think, I think community is, is something to really encourage people with. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're not called to live this Christian life alone. Um, we, we can't, we, you know, we struggle. We're called to live, um, alongside people we need others around us to push us on in our faith to challenge us um so whether that's with other christian sports people um or with other christians um that you know i think that'd be my biggest encouragement to to get connected um with other christians and you know if that's not in your local church which you know that i think is the first and foremost place to get connected with people in in a local church with people of all different walks of life um no that's not always possible particularly um you know elite athletes that can be can be tough um, but are there other Christians around you that you can get to know, that you can pray with, um, that you can share how you're doing? Um, and I mentioned that kind of networks within Christians and sport, you know, something we love to do is connect Christian sports people together um, for that encouragement, for that accountability, um, for someone to, to share life and walk alongside you. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be my, my biggest encouragement is getting community, um, whether that's church, whether it's a, a small group, prayer partners. Um, or people in sport um, in in different places. Yeah, exactly. Community is so important. And I think it also gives you that realisation that you're not alone. Because it's very Mm. easy to almost feel like, oh, I'm like the only Christian in sport, which isn't true, but (laughs) there's loads. Or, you know, it's same like I remember being at uni and thinking how amazing it was to just be opened up to this realisation. There's actually lots of Christian young people out there. And yeah, in general, wherever we are, like community is so important. Having, like you said, like church community as well. So yeah, that's really great advice. And the final question is, do you have anything else on your heart to share with us today? Oh, anything else? Um I think I think I'd love to say, you know, for for those listening, if you if you love sport, if you've got a a gift for sport, stay in the world of sport. Um, you know, it is, as you said, it's a wonderful place to worship. God to use gifts and talents that you have and to share Jesus. Um, so you stay in the world of sport, you know, and that might look different in different seasons of life. Um, you know, as a young person through to student to, to adult with family, um, as you get older, um, it's easy to think, ah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't have time for sport or, you know, I'm getting too old for sport. You know, there's lots of ways to stay in the world of sport. If God's given you a passion for it, you know, he might have given you other passions, brilliant, go and do those things. But if he's given you a passion for sport and a gift for sport, um, stay in that world um, be intentional in staying the lives of people um, because the world of sport needs to needs to hear about Jesus. Um, and it's a, a place where God can teach us and change us um, through the ups and downs and the highs and lows of sport um, to become more like him. Um, so I think, yeah, if you, if you love sport, if you've got a passion for it, if you've got a gift for it, and, and stay in the world of sport yeah oh thank you thank you so much and yeah thank you for your time thank you for sharing lots of insights with us and 
yeah, lots of um, interesting things around sport and around faith. And yeah, I'm really grateful to have you here because yeah, I really wanted to get that foundation of, you know, how can we bring sport and faith together? What are those really key things that we need to know in terms of identity and in terms of being generally an athlete, you know, who's a Christian? Um, so yeah, it's been really great. Um, and I hope everyone who's listened is also really encouraged and has a lot to think about as well. And um, yeah, so hope you guys have really enjoyed it. And thank you so much, Lisa. Yeah, no, thank you, Carrie, so much for having me. It's been really great to, to share. And I just, yeah, I guess I'd love to say um, anyone listening who is a Christian sports person um, and uh, would like to get connected with other other Christian sports people, then um, do get in touch with Christian and sport. Like, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can just type in Christian sport in Google and you'll find the website. Um, and whether you're a young person, whether you're an elite athlete or anywhere you know, in between, um, you know, we'd love to connect you, um, have a look at the resources as well. As we've mentioned, there's lots of um, articles, blogs, um, podcasts, um, ways to um, think about connecting sport and faith. So, yeah, do have a have a look at that um, and, and get in touch. So, yeah, thanks, Carrie, very much for having me. Uh, thank you. And I have to add, actually, I remember I was speaking to a friend um, when, when I wanted to do this podcast and she was like, oh, yeah, because I was saying oh, I want it to be about Christians who are in the sports world. And she was like, oh, yeah, why don't you call it Christians in sport? And I was like, sorry, that's been taken. <laughs> um, yeah, that was already. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's exactly what it says. Um, there's so much, yeah, so much great resources there. So definitely uh, check that out. Yeah, so that's it. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.